Thabiso Musiya on SAFM. We haven't even started speaking to Vuyo, but the messages that are coming through on Twitter, it is amazing. So many people are happy to hear from him. Somebody saying, what a legend. Katleko saying, consistency, discipline. I remember him in Rustenburg 2012, 2013, 2014. He was the captain of the town, not just the club. The general says, one of my favorite players, top discipline player there. And Lutando Zibego also very happy that we've got Vuyo Mera on the line. Vuyo, good evening and thank you very much for speaking to us on SAFM tonight. Uh, good evening, Mr. Musia. How are you? And good evening to the listeners at home. No, thanks, Vuyo. We are well. I hope that you're well too. How do you feel about being through to the last 16 of the NetBank Cup? How was that game against Cape Umoya? Uh, it was a fantastic result. You know, uh, we we obviously played a, a team from a lower division, which uh, put a lot of pressure on us. But then uh, the boys handled themselves very well, you know. They were professional enough. We respected Cape United. And, you know, we did what we had to do, you know, to get through to the next round. So we're just happy that we are in the in the next round and we're looking forward to, to, to the next year. Was it nice to get a bit of a rest and start from the bench for a change? It's never nice sitting <laughs> on the bench, but then, <laughs> but then it's always good to see the guys that have not been playing, uh, getting a chance and doing so well. I was so proud, you know, for Telango Benis for making his start, first start for Swallows. And, you know, there's a lot of youngsters also did, uh, that got a chance, you know, and they really impressed the coach. And, you know, I think the coach is going to have a huge headache coming this weekend to, uh, for choosing the, the team that's going to go to camp to do duty against the Mazzolo. Yes. And Vuyo, am I correct to say you've played every single minute in the league this season? Uh, we've got great. Uh, I've played all the matches and I've played all the minutes. You've never been subbed in the league? No, sir. <laughs> and at the age of 36, what keeps you going, Vuyo Mir? Uh, truly speaking, I can say there's something special about me. It's just the grace of God. You know, God has been good to me. And he has given me a good heart and a pure, a, a pure, a pure, a pure, a pure heart that uh, is pushing me through. You know, so uh, I can't say I'm training better than other players because there are players that do extra training more than I do. Mm. So it just only has to be the, the grace of God, you know. So and he has to take all the credit. You know, I can't take credit for anything. That is amazing. And 14 games unbeaten, 7 wins and 7 draws. For you, what's been key to this start at Swallows FC? Once again, I'm going to keep on saying it. It's only the grace of God, my guy. Mm. Because uh, looking at Swallows, you know, uh, uh, the first season in the PSL after such a long, long, long time in the uh, amateur ranks. And, you know, I don't think anybody expected. I mean, we even are surprising ourselves. But then, you know, with God on your side, nothing is impossible. So now we can't limit ourselves. You know, once God keeps on blessing you, you can't stop him or you can't say anything about saying that, you know, you don't deserve to be where you are. So we keep on praising him and we keep on doing what he asks from us. And I think uh, he still has so many things in store for us. We're still going to surprise a lot of people. But are you surprised by the good start that the team has made? Uh, truly speaking, uh, we surprised ourselves uh, uh-huh. because now even the mandate from the from the management was just to to survive the the relegation this season and just keep the team in the Premiership. But then uh, look where we are, 14 games, and we haven't lost a game. But then you know, 
that's 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 something that's gonna motivate us as players, you know. And we can we can look back, you know, uh, if it's possible uh, to compete for the league title, why not? Because uh, if the likes of Leicester City did it, why can't we do it? Mm. Because we have got on our side, so <clears throat> nothing is impossible. So I guess the targets change as the season goes along now, because you've seen what what you've done so far. Yeah, most obviously, uh, I think the. Uh, the, the management can clearly see that, you know, uh, we did well in the first round, but then it's only going to get tougher as the season goes on. So now uh, we just want to concentrate on each game, you know, one game at a time. And, you know, we will see where we end up, you know, because we can't shepherd ourselves. We've got God who's shepherding us. So now, yeah, we're going to leave everything in contents. And, you know, because we, we also don't know where we're going. We've got our pilot duty of God and we can't, we can't move two steps ahead of ourselves. You know, we're just going to take a, a one step at a time. You've got God shepherding you, but you've also got a wonderful defense there, only conceding nine goals this season, second best to, I think, Sundowns who have seven goals. Just talk to us about that defense. I mean, there's you, there's Tabo Matlaba, there's, there's Elitlabiika there, there's also Ngobo that a lot of people didn't know probably before this season. Talk to us just about the defense. What's worked for that defense? Uh, I think uh, a lot, of, a lot, of, a, a, a lot of things uh, started last season. You know, the continuity in the team. You know, uh, and I think Brandon, uh, Coach Brandon Scooter, you know, has done a, a great job. You know, uh, I think uh, uh, when he signed the players that he brought in this season, you know, he knew what he wanted and the qualities that he brought in. So it wasn't difficult for the new guys, you know, to fit in, in the, into our system. So then, yeah, I, I think, you know, we brought players that are coachable, players who are experienced. And, you know, like I said, once again, you know, uh, it, it can only be the grace of God. Because uh, for many of the teams, you know, to build a team and to be consistent as we are, you know, it, it has to take a lot of seasons and a lot of time. But then now here it is, you know, it's clicking and we're doing well. So once again, we can't take credit for anything. God is in charge. You've played a lot of football in your life. You've played among some very good players, Vuyomere. But what can you tell us about Njabulo Ngobo? Oh, Njabulo OJ, what a player! You know, uh, he's surprising a lot of uh, mm. a lot of a lot of people. You know, and I think he still got a more to offer in this game. What I like about him is coachable, humble. You know, and he's always has this smile on him. And I think the future looks bright for him as long as he can keep his feet on the on the ground. But then that's what I, like, what I like about him. You know, he's humble, you know, he's coachable, like I said. Mm. And, you know, he's, he's a great team player, you know, because he's always mingling around in the team, you know, having a chat with everybody, having a joke with anybody. So it makes it easier for him, you know, to, to just fit in, 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 in into the team. So like the coach said, you know, when he signs players, he doesn't sign the players because he's a good player. Mm. But then you also have to fit in into the outside outside life as well you know you have to fit in it you you have to add in a lot of a lot of positivity into the team you know into the dressing room that's mm. what the coach also uses when he signs players and i think it's working well for him does he also remind you of oj because uh, comparisons have been made with oj and that's why they call him oj oh hot i don't want to lie he's got the same qualities as oj mm. and i think you know if uh time goes on with more game time I think he can surpass that stage, but then we know that OJ was a quality player. And, you know, it will be unfair to compare to him, but then we see the qualities, you know, just a youngster like uh, Noble to be compared to the likes of OJ. 
which means there's something in him, you know, and we mm. just have to nurture that talent, you know, and make sure that, you know, he surpasses what OJ did for this country. But obviously, OJ is a legend. He's going to have to take a lot of hard work. Yeah. And for you, Vuyo, what does the coach expect from you in that position at right back? Are you a modern right back? Do you go forward or is your first priority to defend? <laughs> Uh, that's 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 like uh, now uh, uh, giving away our weapons. <laughs> to the team. <laughs> uh, but then, yeah, everybody knows now. We have seen our style. Uh, our full base at Swallows, you know, we are more converted as uh, midfielders. Mm. Uh, yes, uh, when the games allows us uh, full backs, you know, we still go forward, up and down on the line. But then our formation is that you know the full backs must tuck inside, you know, and become the first point of defense when when we lose. When we lose the poly up front, so yeah, it's worked well for me. And you know, the thing is that you know we started last season, so it is not that difficult for me now to to now just go out in the field. You know, and it's not easy though because many players struggle when they get to follow because most of the teams in South Africa, you know, they say when you are a wing back or a full back, you know, you have to go out on the outside, put on courses. Mm. But then at Swallows, you have to tap in, be a midfielder when we have the ball. And then, you know, you keep your position when we're defending as well. Well, and at the age of 36, you're still going strong, going up and down there on the right. Do you train differently with the other guys? That, does Lauren give you a different program? Uh, no ways. Uh, <laughs> it will be... Uh, I, 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 will, I, will, I will actually deny or say no yeah. if the coach had to adjust my program because I feel younger than... Many, 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 many players at the team, you know. Uh, I don't want to compare, uh, put this thing of age in my head because mm. now once I, I put that in my head, you know, my body's going to act like I'm old. But then I want to run in front with the youngsters, you know. I want to train like the youngsters because now once I'm there, up there with them, it makes it easy for me in the games, you know, to compete with the younger ones. Because now once I say I'm old, then I train less. Then it's going to be a habit. So, and that's a bad habit for me. So now I actually train extra hard, more than the youngsters, so that I can keep up. Ah, that's a great attitude. Vio Mary, if you've just joined us as our guest tonight on SAFM, we're just talking about his longevity. He's in his 20th season as a professional footballer, having won, won almost everything that is on offer in South African football. We've got a couple of voice notes that have come through. You can send them to 061-4104-107 and we'll play them after this short break. Sport on on SAFM. And uh, we do have a couple of voice notes here for our guest, Vio Mary. Let's hear them. Hi, Tabiso Lodwick, uh, again from Mukopani. Uh, yeah, I mean, Tabiso, your guest, Vuyamera, I'd like to say all the best to him. He showed what a kind of a player he's bringing Swallows back to the PSL. And I would like to say to him, he must keep in shape and don't let all these big clubs come and destroy his career because they are career destroyers. T- no names mentioned, uh, Tabiso. Yeah, man, thanks, man. Good evening. Good evening, Tabiso, and uh, good evening to Vuyomere. You're speaking to Libra here in East London. Um, you know, I believe, I also believe that they can win the league, you know. Um, there's no small team as long as you have got the players, you know, to do it. It doesn't matter if you are a big team financially, but as long as you have got a great coach, uh, the great players have a, a positive mindset, then anything can happen. You know, they can challenge the, the league because you've got teams that blow hot and cold. So uh, there's no big team in the title race. Any team can win it. We saw in England. 
Um, and then secondly, you know, we hear a lot of play, a lot of clubs. We have seen it. Uh, in fact, uh, I'll make an example with, uh, with Supersport uh, releasing Clayton Daniels because setters. so when players reach uh, ages 35, 36, we see a lot of clubs releasing uh, players. So what can you comment about that? Um, thank you very much, Tabis. It's Libra here. Evening, dear member Tulane from Holland. You've got the legend. The main thing is like it's his last day or last days of the contract. Like he wants to sign another one all the time whenever he trains. Like, I want to sign another one. I want to sign another one. I remember him that VT always had to do extra work. Always, every day. There's no day off from him. Extra work, extra work. All the best for the rest of the season. See you in the league. Thanks to learn from Holland. Evening, Tabis. I'm speaking to Luzuko from BAI. I've got most versatile player there. I remember the first time Unil Tove wrote into the Hellenic squad. And then um, he shows his character, his, his strength, in his, the way he plays, his talent also. He's very versatile. And also, Ted, I remember Ted once playing in the central midfield. In the central midfield, he also showed equalities there. Can you ask him what is his his role there at Solus? But anyway, he already covered that. But can you tell, can ask ask him how about the the fame? Because most of the players they have the fame. Most most players that they've played in the big teams now they they don't have any discipline. How did they keep it up to level of King Humble from the, those times you were playing for for from Hellenic until now? Because I can see they've got good leadership. How did you able to, to, to convert that and be able to, to keep it to where it is? Because I can see he's a good guy, he's got good leader, leadership, but also uh, he's very humble. Thanks, thanks Tabiso. Thanks, Luzuka. Thank you for those voice notes, Libra and Tulani and the guys. Um, maybe, well, let's start with the one about the age of Vuyo, because it's a sensitive issue when it comes to South African football. You'll find that once you turn 30, ah, the clubs are quick to discard you. Do you think the clubs are quick to discard players when they reach a certain age? Uh, truly speaking, it's a bit uh, heartbreaking to see a lot of senior players being released. You know? uh, but then at times, we have to take a look and be honest why the players are being released. But then I just feel sorry for the guys that just being released, like the, the likes of Clayton Daniels, who gave his all to Supersport. Because, uh, truly speaking, you will expect such players you know, to be the ones that are running the development. I know soccer doesn't owe us anything. We do this, we get paid every month. But then, you know, to, to be in as a team for such a long time and to be released, you know, it breaks it breaks one's heart, you know. Thinking now for somebody like Leighton Daniels who knows the culture of super sport, who has been through thick and thin with the team, you know, not everybody obviously is gonna be drafted into the development bank. But then I think it was one of the few guys that were left there who has been with the team for such a long season. I don't know why he was released, but then I think the team has also has to look at that, you know. But then yes. Maybe teams will tell us that, you know, they're looking at a lot of youngsters, you know, trying to develop their youngsters. But then uh, these youngsters, they do need senior players because senior players, they always guide these players. So now there's a lot of guys, again, on the negative side, you know, that mislead the younger ones. Mm. You'll find senior players that are in the dressing room, they try to make these small groups. Maybe they are not playing and then they try to 
just tell these younger ones that you know, you know, you should be, you deserve to play, you know, you don't deserve to play. Those kind of senior players, you know, uh, I think they give a, a bad name to the senior guys that are doing well and that are encouraging the younger ones. So now it's a very difficult situation, but then every team deserves to have a senior player, you know, somebody you know who's going to guide the guys and who's there, you know, to help the coach because the coach can't be in the dressing room at the same time as on the field. Mm. So now we need senior guys, you know, who can help the coach, not help the coach as in like Ubayi in PMP, but then, you know, to, to, to just relay to the message link, from the yeah. coach. Yeah, to relay the message from the coach's side and, you know, to relay the message from the player's side to the coaches because most of the guys are soccer players, you know, they are not that vocal, you know. They, sometimes mm. they have problems and then they can't, they don't have anybody to turn to. Now they end up, you know, uh, bottling things up and then when they ask in the later stage, only then they, they want to talk about things that were disturbing them. So I think senior players, they play a huge role in, in teams. And I think, you know, uh, teams have to start, you know, respecting that, you know. But then, it's football, you know. I think uh, we have to stay disciplined. I think uh, not only on the field. Senior players must also come to the part when coming to play, you know, in the field. Uh, your performances have to be to lead by example, you know. You, you can't just be a senior player outside the field only. You just want to talk. But then you perform... Uh, the performance that you give week in, week out, you know, they have to reflect the, the, the leadership or maybe the player that you are. And on that note, there was a question about your role. Do you also feel that your role at, in the team extends even outside the field as a senior player with your experience now? Do you feel that you've got a role to play to the youngsters like Nyawope there? Yeah, uh, most definitely. Uh, because now... Uh, I was with the team last season, not only me, you know, there's a few guys, you know, like my keeper, Lebron Mukwena, who's also there, you know, helping me because, you know, it will be too much if I was alone there. So I also have the experience of Lebron Mukwena. Now it's better. We brought in Nyatama, we brought in Tabo Matlaba, we have Telangobeni, uh, you know, which makes our job easier now, you know. A lot of youngsters now, they have different characters that they can talk to, you know, that they can relate to. So now, yes, for me, uh, it's been a pleasure helping the younger ones, you know, because now I can relay some information from the technical team to the players and from the players to the technical team. And, you know, we have this culture at Swallows, you know, where one or two players are the representatives of the players in the committee, where uh, when the team has board, me- uh, board meetings, you know, mm-hmm. uh, one or two players are elected, you know, to go represent the players so that, you oh. know, there can be some transparency, you know, that's the culture that has been built in the team. And I think uh, uh, it's working great so far because now anything that is discussed in that meeting, we take it back to the players because everything should be, should be, should not, should, should be, should be, should be put out there. Not to be transparent, only, yeah. Yeah, to be transparent, that's what I'm looking for, yeah. I think uh, yeah, that's the culture that we've been helping us at all. Yes, and there was a question about discipline, Vuya, and there is that question on tw- on Twitter. A lot of people talking about your longe- longevity over 20 seasons now that you're playing in the PSL. What would you say was key to you, to your discipline? And would you say that you've made a turnaround? Because there was a time when, when they were saying that you're one of the bad boys in South African football. Do you agree with that? And would you say that you've turned your life around? Uh that's correct, you know. Uh, at some point, uh, while I was at Sundown, uh, that's when I thought I had everything in my hands. That's when I thought I've arrived. That's when I thought starting being a wayward boy and, you know, 
uh, it took me it took me it took me something like three months without a job to realize that you know uh, without this career that I'm having uh, I'm nothing uh, because uh, all my life I've been a soccer player so now if I'm gonna start now misbehaving and start acting unprofessionally things will be taken away from me and I've got a lot of guys that I won't mention their name mm. that were not lucky enough to make it back but then my God was so good to me that you know he gave me a second chance not that I'm proud of the second chance but then I'm grateful for that opportunity I should have just used used my first chance that I was given by my God but then as we know it's a God that forgives you know uh, I couldn't take it anymore I couldn't take away what God has blessed me with. And, you know, I was blessed with, uh, I was blessed with two boys that I have to fend for now. Now it's no longer about me. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be so, I'll be so stupid to give away everything that God has blessed me with, you know, for the sake of uh, misbehaving or for the sake of having fun. I've had my share, share part, share, share part of, of fun, you know, but then it's now it's no longer about me. I have to take care of my family now. I've got my mom, my little brother to take care of. But then for me, it took me a long while to realize that, you know, uh, I should have done the right thing today. But then I'm not regretting anything. God has given me an, a second chance and I'm just grateful and I have to use it, you know. I'll be stupid, you know, to misuse this opportunity. If you've just joined us, we are talking to Vuyo Mere just about his career and life in football. And maybe, Vuyo, what kind of changes did you have to make now just to make sure that you're on the right path? Does, does it mean maybe not going out as much, staying at home, spending time with the family? Are those those kind of adjustments you've had to make in your life? Uh, truly speaking, my first step was to get closer to God. Mm-hmm. And after that, truly speaking, everything just fell into place. I met the right people. I could rest more now. I know when when to train, you know, when to rest, you know, when to go out. Not saying, you know, I'm an angel. Yes, mm-hmm. I do go out, but then now I'm wiser. I don't do the same mistakes that I did before, you know. Uh, I know when to sleep. I know when my body's feeling tired. I know when to do extra training. But then I realized one thing that is important that I will always advise a youngster to do. Spend as much time at work than at home. Because when you are at work, you can only do the work. But then when you are at home, there's so many negative vibes. And, you know, you don't need to be motivated for such things. You, know? you just have to be disciplined. Because motivation, you can be motivated now. And after five minutes or ten minutes, that motivation is gone. I think discipline is the word that you should use. That, you know, youngsters should stay disciplined, not motivated. And how tough was it to go without a, a club? Or, that means without a salary for three months. Uh, I think many people uh, know this, you know, yeah, uh, it uh, almost took my life. That's how tough it was. Uh, I was alone. Uh, those guys that I thought they were my friends were nowhere to be seen. No, none, 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 none. I couldn't even go to the shop and buy bread. That's, mm-hmm. how, that's how bad it was, you know. Uh, but then having the family that I have, you know, uh, I always had a backup uh, support system is strong. So now I was lucky enough to have those kind of people in my life that were there for me. And now it's only fair for me, you know, to give back to them, you know, work hard for them, you know, and just 
be 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 grateful for what they have done for me and just not giving back anything but then by being grateful by respecting the job that I've been giving. And this job will not only provide for me but then for them also. So the longer mm-hmm. I stay in the game the better for me. Those people also benefit from what I do. Yeah. And at that time was it when Sundowns let you go that you were without a club after you came back from yeah. Swallows? That is correct. Uh, I was at Swallows, mm. been loaned mm-hmm. for, uh, for, 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 I think it was hard to see when I got to Swallows, they were bottom of the lock, you know, almost with two points. And then when my first game, we started winning. And then we ended up avoiding relegation, you know. And that's when God trying to teach you a lesson. Mm. I thought, you know, I was doing well and I was ready to go back to Sundowns, you know. And then they told me that, no. We have to wait for a new coach. Then I think uh, new uh, coach Nieskens was the one that was being brought in, and you know uh, they took their time, and then Swallow decided to sign other players. So they released me after that, and then I had to go stay at home without a team. And you know, with that reputation that I had, you know, nobody wanted to touch me. Yes, I was a good player, but then you're not only a good player; you have to be a professional soccer player. Mm. Yeah. That's the story of Vuya Mary. We've got a couple of voice notes here and more messages from Twitter that I will read, but let's play what's come through. Uh, good evening, Tabiso and Vuya Mary. Uh, Tabiso, um, your show is always inspiring and always informative. Thank you so much, Tabiso. I just want to congratulate uh, Vuya Mary. Uh, he's, he's, a, he's a legend and he's also a role model to the aspiring and the youngsters. I just want to wish him well in his career um, over the years and currently in Swallows. A very, very humble player, a very uh, dedicated uh, player indeed. Uh, What I want to ask from him is, after he has hung his boots, um, are there any plans for him to impart the knowledge and skills and talents and experiences that he acquired in his uh, career? to youngsters of our country. That is Luanda Zogufa from Woma in Port Elizabeth. Thank you, Tabiso. Yeah, good evening, Tabiso. We are speaking to uh, Divine and Rustenberg. Yeah, every moment uh, when the player was explaining uh, his career, I've imagined a lot a lot of uh, potential that is, is still and uh, needs to display as far as the game is concerned. And then, um, just as he said, I'm glad he have the, the good spirit that he didn't mind about the age. He have to keep on working, he have to keep on moving. If you look at, the, at age uh, in, in the football world as a war, we can look at the likes of um, uh, Thiago Silva, uh, the range at Chelsea, or the likes of Zlatan Ibrahimovic, they are still doing good. Good evening, Taviso, and good evening, Voyo. Uh, this is Vanna Fulton from Erasmus. Yeah, you see, Taviso, you got a real legend there. And um, yeah, all the best, Voyo. Yeah, and I really like how you put uh, God first in everything that you do. So yeah, all the best, man. Smere Mere, Ntoanagi Frank, I've known you to be good. 
God fearing, Tuana, and how you also build other young stars. I've seen what you have done in Platinum Stars, and I know you always uh, looking to develop other people. Like, and you are God fearing, Tuana. How do you keep it up, Nje, as going forward? And you are also a family man. Uh, you love your kids, you love your wife. And I also wish you well in life, Ndwana, even after soccer. I so wish that you get something to give back to the community, to give back to the South African community. Uh, you have done so well, Ndwana, and keep it up. Okay, let's take those for now. Vuyo, a lot of people just congratulating you, you uh, acknowledging what you've done in the game. What would you like to say to them, just in general? Uh... I'm a bit emotional at the moment, you know, just looking back at my career and, you know, you thinking you're doing what you love, but then on the other hand, you're inspiring a lot of people. You know, uh, I can only thank them, you know, for the love and support they've shown me right through my career. Uh, you know, uh, I am who I am today because of the support of people of South Africa. Uh, and... With God on my side, you know, I would love to give back. You know, every day I would like to give back to the younger ones, you know, to everybody who support me, who supported me right through my career. But then it's not only about uh, soccer, you know. In life, you know, you just have to remain humble and help where you help, where you can help others, you know. Uh, for me, it's truly, it's truly, it's truly humbling, you know, to hear all these messages from the people of South Africa, you know, showing their appreciation for what I do. And for many youngsters, you know, I hope they are learning and they are listening, you know, that when you're playing and they call you a professional soccer player, it's no longer about yourself. You're representing families. People are putting their lives at stake, you know. They are taking their last money and paying just to come watch you and for you to entertain them. And, you know, sometimes the way we behave of the field, it doesn't respect them because now uh, without these guys, you know, we are nothing, you know. Without uh, the supporters, you know, the fans, you know, football will be dead. So I'm really, I'm truly humbled by everyone who has called send the message in and who has called in, you know, and I hope God blesses them and, you know, I hope it, they do it to other players also, not only to me. Yeah. Let's go to P.E. Ngonde. Good evening. Thanks for holding on. Evening, Tabiso. Ninja Nepai. Lovely, Tabiso, man. Sakumbula, I'm funny. Anyway, Tabiso, let me go down to it. Uh, you must not worry too much about the mistake that you've made, okay? You know the only one. Now, to be a good decision maker, you must make bad mistakes, which you have. And then you must learn from a bad mistakes. And then... From bad mistake, you make them good decisions. And then we will call you a wise man. A wise man is a man that has made good, bad, bad decisions before. Now, Vuyo, at 36, you're still young. Remember Don Vete, remember Shuz Mushewu, and so forth. Rocha Miller as well, and so on. Now, assuming that you've reached your end of your career, there will be a question, Vuyo, that you must be able to answer now. Because Alan Fries was asked that question, Dr. Alan Fries, last year. I was talking to him. Hmm. What are you doing now? That would be a question that will be asked when you hang up your boats, whether at 38, 40, whatever. What are you doing now? Thank you very much, Dr. 
Okay, thank you very much, Nwande and PE. We just want to take a quick break and we'll continue with Vuyo. Call Tabiso now, 0891-104-207. Okay, Vuyo, I think the question from Nwande is that you wanted to find out, are you already planning for life after football? Yeah, truly speaking, yes, I've done that, you know, but then... uh. Uh, I, I still want to get my coaching badges, but then at the moment I'm still focusing on my on my soccer career as a player. Mm. And we all know that you know I can make plans as much as I can, as much as I want. But then we must remember that uh, God's plans are not our plans. So now uh, uh, I can make plans to be in soccer, but then if God decides otherwise, I'm gonna have to follow that path. So, but then. I'm praying and humbly asking my God to keep me in the game so that I can give back and do what I do, what I love most. And this is my wish, you know, and my my prayer to my God that you know He keeps me in the game so that you know I can give back. Yeah, and money is a sensitive issue in football, especially after football. How long did it take for you to realize that hey, money is actually very important that you look after it? Because we've all we always hear the stories after after the playing days. Uh, not only in football, in general, money is important, you know, and uh, in football, you know, we tend to get so much money that, you know, sometimes we don't know what to do with it. Uh, but then I think this is where uh, a lot of institutions have to come in, you know, to help their soccer players because now a lot of youngsters, they are misusing their money, you know. Uh, there's this tendency of, you know, when you're a soccer player, you know, you have to have this fancy cars. And, you know, these fancy cars, we don't own them, you know. We always pay in the bank, you know. And then we need to be put in light. We need to give these youngsters a true uh, information about these things, you know, because uh, a lot of youngsters, you know, they leave school, you know. They don't have the basics in life of life, you know. They leave school and all at the end of the day, they have been giving this bunch, uh, uh, this too much money, you know, and they don't know what to do with it, you know. I mean, yes, it has happened with, players before, but then I don't think there's enough done, you know, to help the future players or the players that are currently playing now. Because we're still seeing the same trend of players now uh, buying uh, these expensive cars, you know, without maybe uh, buying in, uh, investing in property and all that. But then money in general is important, you know, especially as a soccer player, you know, because we all see our legends, you know, after playing, you know, they don't have anything to fall back on. So now I think uh, the players' unions will also come uh, because, but I know that they started something, you know, because I've started, I've studied through players' union and I've got my national diploma in sports management. So now a lot of players, you know, I think they should just uh, try to also uh, arm themselves for after football. You know, I know sometimes they can say that education is not enough, you know, but then when you have education, at least you get a chance, you know, of doing the, the basics of life. So now, yeah. I think investing in property is the way to go for soccer players, you know. And I think, you know, they should have uh, people, guardians, or they should have, you know, mentors, people mm. who will give them the right information, you know, on how to invest, you know. Because even now, if you look at the things of uh, investing money and uh, these policies, they don't really cater for soccer players because uh, not many players will uh, stop playing at 40 or at 38, you know? Many soccer players, they stop playing at uh, 32, 33. And you've invested your money, which is only you're going to get at 50. That's a retirement. So now what you're doing after retirement? 
So it, it takes a long time before you get your money if you, uh, you've invested it. So now I think a lot of things have to be taken uh, into consideration here, you know, and we need help as soccer players for people to come and help us with that. I'm glad you've benefited from the Players' Union Education Program because the president was here on this show in Tantla Shabalala, the GS. They were telling us about this program and they were urging players to please go and study, use the Players' Union. They will put you through school and they were saying not a lot of players are taking it up. I think at the time it was Jeremy Brokey and one or two other players that were doing it. So I'm glad that you have given us a testimony to that, Vuyomere. Well done to the Players' Union. On on that note, do we all pr- pronounce your surname correctly? Is it Mere or Mehe or Miri? My surname is pronounced Miri. Bonang Miri. Yes, sir. Okay. That's correct. Miri. And on that note, then, Mr. Miri, I've always wanted to find out. You are from, from, from Mangaung, from Bloemfontein, right? Yes, sir. How did you end up? in Cape Town at Hellenic at such a young age? Because that was your first club, basically. Uh, during the early days in my career, I think I was 12, uh, I was selected to play for the national national team, under 12 team. That time it was the Simba Young Lions. Oh. Uh, yes. Uh, we uh, represented my country. We played there. And uh, I moved on to the under 14, which was the Danone team. Mm. And then we played a Ketan Razor to Bafana Bafana at Loftus. I don't remember where we were playing. Mm. And Mark Ben and uh, Terry Cunningham uh, happened to be there scouting for players. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know by that time, but then uh, uh, they liked what they saw. And, you know, I, I was scouted, but then they were communicating with my parents and the team that I was playing for mm. in Dufunte at that time, which was Mangawun United. So now I was just got a surprise of my life and a shock of my life when I get the news that, you know, I'll be moving to Cape Town. And that time, you know, uh, I didn't know anything about uh, Cape Town. You know, I was still a youngster. And my mom had a difficult time, you know, in allowing me to leave for Cape Town. But then my dad convinced him because uh, the team Hellenic, uh, they, they booked a flight for my dad, you know, to come and see the facilities and all that. So I never looked back from there, you know. Our, uh, How old were you? I was 13 and a half or 14 Yo. at that time. So and it was very... Yeah. Were you a right back at that time? Because uh, somebody mentioned how versatile your eyes are footballer and we've seen you play in different positions. No, I was a midfielder at that time, a midfielder right winger. So, you know, when you are at the development side, you know, you try all these kinds of positions and you can't say you know when you are being developed you know mm. so i think the coaches at the academy saw potential in me as a defender so yeah uh, uh, i never looked back you know uh, uh, i was developed and good as a defender but then i also had the energy you know to go up fast you know so mm. i think it helped me a lot you know to to be versatile as i am now yeah okay we're just going to take one last break and we'll wrap up our conversation with via mera because we will be out of time in about eight minutes or so that's how much time you have to send us your voice notes to 061-4104-107 at safm radio and at tabi somosia on twitter okay let's play another voice note okay? evening member your team your guest and my fellow listeners um i, I just want to quickly find out from vuyo because at Hellenic, he used to play as a central midfielder or defensive midfielder. Then he switched to, to, to right back. Uh, has he always wanted to be 
a right back or he, he just had to adjust after being converted now and we, we, since he turned professional which which opponent always gave him sleepless nights this is Lisiba JCR 11 direct from Pretoria thank you okay thanks Lisiba we've touched on that positional change but that's an interesting question Vuyo any uh, striker or player that has given you a hard time over the 20 seasons <laughs> uh, there's been a lot of players that gave me nightmares. Uh, one, the late uh, Emmanuel Scarango Beze, you know. <laughs> we all know that, you know, he was tricky, that guy, you know, and he always had the fans on his side. So it's always a nightmare playing Chiefs or any other team that you are playing for, you know, because the crowd, you know, will laugh at you once it goes past you and all that. And, you know, he had uh, this thing of, of you know uh, making fun of uh, of his opponents, you know, and mm. he always gave me nightmares when we played uh, when I played against. Him. Okay, that's an interesting one, Skarango mm. Do we have another voice note here? Let's play it. Uh, good evening, Tabiso and the legend of I think these are players who need to be celebrated. He has seen it all. He has done mistakes about me and he knew that when he was given a second chance he had to use it and he grabbed that opportunity with both hands so thanks to you because many people can learn from you that if you are given a second chance in life you have to use it it's not by any chance or by any mistake that you've reached two decades still playing the game if we could count how many players who are still playing who started in the year 2000 thank you okay thanks for that we we cannot mention your time at platinum stars because i would think that's probably where you felt that you got another lifeline and you went on to captain them and you won trophies how do you look back at that period with platinum stars it was uh, one of my the highlights in my career. I don't want to lie. Uh, I had so much fun at Platinum Stars. You know, we were treated well. You know, a professional team that took care of its players. You know, and uh, what I liked there is uh, I've learned a lot, uh, especially to be humble, because uh, at that time, you know, I had just come from sundowns. You know, mm. and uh, Platinum Stars gave me a second chance at life. You know, that's the team that actually. I can say that I redeemed myself at because uh, people thought, you know, it was that was it for Vio Mary. He was done. And then uh, even if everybody can remember that the, the two finals that we won trophies in, we were playing against Pirates. Uh, and nobody gave us a chance in both the finals, you know. And, you know, just to show how God works, you know, uh, in, in, Mary, in miraculous ways, you know, he gave us a chance, you know, and we believed because now we didn't have anybody who who was regarded like a star in our team. We had all these bunch of players that were called reject from other from big teams. We had Benson Songo, Enrico Bortes, Patrick Malokase, the guys that were deemed like as finished. Mm-hmm. So now God uh, showed himself during that the time that, you know, once he says yes, nobody can say no. And I'm just grateful that, you know, I was at that team, you know, and just want to thank the people, you know, that made it possible for me uh so Palace mom, Susan Pala, you know, he was the one that gave me a chance at Platinum Stars, you know, and I can't thank you enough, you know, for the opportunity. So yeah, I just had a I had a great fun at Platinum Stars, you know, and I uh, I'm happy that God gave me a chance uh, so that I can work with that institution. 
Of course, we can never forget those finals. And we were counting before the show for your help us here. Have you won? Have you won everything in SA football? With the two league titles at Sundowns, is that correct? Yes, uh, that's uh, everything, including the NFD, <laughs> including the Glad Africa, including yes, MTN Eight, including Telcom, of course, against Pirates and NetBank. Yes, Yes, sir. We were the first at Sundowns to win the NetBank Cup, if you can remember. It was just been uh, named NetBank Cup, so we were the first to lift it. Uh, we were playing against Okay, Mala. that's the one we hey. were missing. Now I remember, I was actually at the stadium there. When, when yes, Lerato Chabangu scored that winner? That's correct. Was it Jobek Stadium? That is Jobek Stadium, ah, correct. I was there. That's the cup we were missing. Yo, so you've won everything. So what more is there to achieve for you? Yeah, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, uh, there's a good example with this guy who plays American football in, in, U, in the U.S. Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Yeah, this guy keeps on motivating me, you know, and, you know, you can't, you can't stop uh, achieving things, you know. Uh, it feels sweeter and greater every time you, you win something. So I can't say now I've achieved everything because now those things are gone. They are now in the history books now. I still want to feel good. I still want to give the youngsters a chance to also feel what I felt. Mm. So now it's time for me again to feel that feeling again of winning the league, of winning the cup, because those ones belong in the history books. I can't talk about them anymore. Your chairman has tweeted us. I'll give him the last word. Uh, Mr. David Mukhashwa saying that evergreen, very disciplined. I think my son will be playing with him one of these days. So <laughs> <laughs> he expects you to go on for a few more years here, yeah, Vuyo, the chairman of, of Swallows. But thank you very much for giving us some of your time tonight. It's been wonderful talking to you just about football and life after football. We've all learned so much about your career and the challenges that and the sacrifices that you've made. And we're so happy to see you still going strong at your age, which is just a number. And most importantly, Vuyo, we wanted to bring you on and just give you the respect that we think you deserve, sir. And uh, thank you so much. And, and there's a lot of people that I want to thank. You know, everybody who's contributed to my career, I know we don't have time to mention all of them. Yeah. But then if they are listening, I just want to humbly say thank you for everything that they've done for me. And, you know, uh, to the listeners at home, you know, the guys that send messages, you know, I'm truly humbled by their words. And I hope God blesses you all, you know, and thank you for everything. Thank you, Vuyamere. Good luck against, uh, you said Amazul is the next game, right? All the best. All the best. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. What a professional. 20 seasons in professional football. He's won everything that is there on offer, including the Glad Africa Championship. And he's played every single minute of this season. We didn't even talk about Bafana Bafana because he played for Bafana Bafana, also played for the youth teams also. But we're going to have to leave it there because of time. Let's just remind you uh, that uh, Paris beat Cape Town City 2-0 today, earlier. And also Celtic won controversially against Supersport United 2-1.